0: it's time time for silver and black today to the ground game touchdown las vegas we're breaking down the latest raider news from on and off the field and bringing you conversations with newsmakers and record breakers so hold on raider nation it's time to get, get it, it on. on here's your host scott goldbranson and mo Moulton.
1: Welcome back, Silver and Black. Today, an Odyssey original podcast covering your Las Vegas Raiders. Scott Branson, Mo Moten, with you. Hope you're having a good start to your week. I know, I know, the mini bye week, the long weekend after the disaster that was Thursday night, didn't give you uh, much pause. In fact. Mo, as uh, as I bring Mo in now, Mo, uh, over the weekend it didn't seem to die down. Raider Nation is in just a rare mood. We're gonna get into that. We're gonna have like a wild card show today. I'm gonna I'm gonna let loose on a couple subjects and get your your opinions on them. And we're gonna talk through some of this stuff. Everything from Darren Waller seemingly more concerned with his hip hop career than getting back on the field, <laughs> to Derek Carr's future in Las Vegas, to Josh McDaniels' future in Las Vegas. We're gonna talk about about it all, but man, I'll tell you what, it is as bad as ever out on the information highway in the social media channels amongst Raider Nation. There's a lot of infighting, a lot of blaming, and a lot of unhappy fans.
0: Well, that's what happens when you're five and eight and your team had a chance (laughs) to get back into the the play. I'll say it now, playoff hunt, because I'll say the P word now, which is playoff, (laughs) because the Raiders chances of making the playoffs are virtually remote right now. So the Raiders had a chance to get back into the playoff hunt, and they absolutely blew it. Uh, a lot of people to blame for it, but as you said, Raiders fans, uh, and a lot of people out there, just people in general, the natural reaction is to, who is to blame? Who is most yeah. to blame for the Raiders' losses and. I have an answer for that today so I'll provide that.
1: Oh, an answer. I like that. I'm going to have I'm going to Listen, we by the way, for those of you who usually watch our video, we have video up, but as you can see it's just one image because I have the flu, uh, but we wanted to get a show done. And so I'm not about to put myself on the air looking like death warmed over. Uh, although some of you might say, hey, you look like death warmed over usually. So uh, whatever, but we're, we're doing it audio only today. So thanks to you guys on YouTube. If you're just watching us there, the chat I'm sure will still go crazy. But, Mo, I want to start to uh, – we're going to get – I want to start with Josh McDaniels in a second. But first I want to talk about kind of some of the, the new stuff that came up. So after the epic collapse, and I keep calling it epic collapse because I mm-hmm. think it was – Uh, On Thursday night against the Rams, Um, uh, Darren Waller, who's now eligible to come off the injured reserve, puts out a massive campaign around his new hip hop record. Nothing wrong with that. Hey, if you got multiple talents, God bless you. Use them, use your brand, whatever you got to do. I'm totally for that. But they just lost a game that basically ended their playoff chances. And not only did they do that, but they became the laughing stock of all of sports. Forget the NFL, of all of sports for this season, and Darren Waller thought that that was a good time to put it out. This is where I have the issue. I know we've defended him a lot on this show going back to when he went to the Padres game, till he went to the WNBA games, all that stuff, but at the very least, you said it best in a text message between UI and Evan Grote. You said at the very worst— it is tone deaf, and I think that's the perfect thing. Tone deaf is is an understatement, maybe, because your team just got hammered, just gave up a ninety eight yard drive to Baker Mayfield off the plane, and you're you're concerned with promoting your hip hop career, Mo. This really, I think, lost fans.
0: It absolutely did. I mean, fans are already impatient with Darren Waller because how many times have he, has he almost been back, almost right. to not come back? So. Fans are already didn't want him to be at a, I believe it was a Padres game with Kelsey Plum. Pe- mm-hmm. You know, people didn't want, people already didn't want him to come out of his house when he was on <laughs> injured reserve. So now to put out a hip hop rap video, it just, it's just like salt in the wound, especially after what happened with the Rays. But I will say someone tweeted at me and they, and made a great point that a lot of these music videos are preset to come out a certain date. True. So he obviously didn't know that the Rays were gonna, you know, give up. For what's it, fourteen points in, in about three and a half minutes to Baker Mayfield and the injury riddled Rams. So that may not be his fault, but having the YouTube video out right after and promoting it is just, as I said, it's at worst, it's tone deaf. I like I said, I don't think it's intentional to rub the salt in the wound, obviously, but the timing just couldn't be any worse.
1: No. And then, of course, Monday he was doing more promotion because, like you said, when you put out a record, you're going to promote it. Right. And, and so exactly. it's football season. He's a football player. He hasn't played, but he's a football player. And so I get the the record company, his people putting it out and promoting it. But also you kind of just have to say, you know what, maybe it's not the right thing. You know, give me give it a couple days. days. Make, make sure I'm back on the field before before you do that. But we haven't seen him back on the field yet. So we'll see what happens when they get back to practice. But overall, I just think that people are in a season, like you said, where you are five and eight, things have gone terribly wrong so many different ways. Um, It's just it's hard for the average fan who works for a living. uh, And I, I get your point about, hey, this video could have been done six months ago, to which I'd say six months ago he wasn't playing in on the field either. So so maybe it's compounded by that. But I, I just think this 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 seems to happen. It seems to happen organizationally around the Raiders, things that should have now. It's gone down a lot this year compared to last year when we had the Damon Arnett stuff, all that jazz with John Gruden. But um organizationally, too, I thought that perhaps this was kind of under wraps because you haven't seen anybody else really even promoting their stuff, whether if, you know, now if it's charity or something like that, totally fine, you get that piece of it. But this is the only one I've seen this year. And it, so it seems like I think that also may be making it worse because people have seen other players kind of dial that stuff back.
0: Right, but I, I think it to a greater point. I think this shows that this is not the patriot way. Because do you think mm-hmm. Bill Belichick would have his star player promoting his hip hop uh, song uh, no. and video <laughs> at this point in the season? If you're five and eight, no, not gonna happen. I, I think Josh McDaniels. I think it's a correction from his previous uh, coaching stint. Usually, when you when you fail at something, when you make a mistake at something, usually you you dial it back so much that you go the complete opposite direction where you could be on the opposite side of the spectrum. So if you were too strict in one area and one stint, you may be too loose on your second time around because you are too strict the first time. Yeah. So not to say that Josh McDaniels is running a, a loose ranch over there in Vegas, but I think he looks at it as, okay, we knew Darren Waller was into music when we got here. We knew that when we signed him to an extension. So whatever comes with it, we were prepared for that. So I don't I don't think it's on Joshua Daniels or Dave Ziegler's radar. Mm-hmm. But Raiders fans are going to get mad at me when I say this, but I would still consider trading Darren Waller. And it's not because he put out a, a video <laughs> at this time. It's not, it's not all about the video. It's not about him missing training camp. It's just the fact that I've been banging this drum for months now. He's a depreciating asset. Right. He's getting older. He's injury. He's injury prone now. I know a lot of people want to say he was reliable two years ago. Well, that was two years ago.
1: That's right. That last, two two off ago.
0: Seasons, he's, last two off seasons, he's been banged up. He hasn't been available now. We'll see if he comes back to end the season. We'll find out. But at this point of time, at his age, players don't get healthier as they get older. They deal with more injuries. You know, the injuries <laughs> start to pile up. So I, I just feel like it, it, you know, you you re-sign Hunter Renfro and Darren and Devontae Adams is your target guy he's the guy that you want to give 10 plus targets to a game mm-hmm. how how important is Waller to the offense if you have Devontae Adams as your lead guy and if Hunter Renfro starts to get himself back together and starts to look like the player that he was last year
1: yeah no I agree yeah, I, would I, think-
0: say, I, would, I would say I would say Waller is an expendable sorry about that
1: yeah, no, that's OK. And I think you're going to see a lot of roster turnover, which is going to get to the point I'm going to make later in the show about some changes I think have to happen with the Raiders, whether you like them or not. And that's what I'm going to say, not just because I'm sick and ornery, because I am. I've been stuck in bed all weekend uh, and on Monday, but I want to say that I think the Raiders are just in a situation where, yeah, you maybe it's not a quote unquote tear down rebuild, but there's a lot of changes that need to be need to happen. Uh, You mentioned one of them, trading Darren Waller, I think is a no-brainer. I think you got to do it. There's no question in my mind that they have to do it. They released John Simpson. Remember, we saw John Simpson come in on Thursday night after Alex Bars went out injured. Done with him. Another Gruden draft pick. See you later. Uh, Then JT the Brick goes on his radio show on my former station, Raider Nation Radio, talks about how there's going to be repercussions for Thursday night's loss on the roster. Um, I, I don't know what that means. Um, That's the second week in a row JT's gone on his show and said something similar to that, and we've seen change happen, and I can't believe that that was just John Simpson. There has to be something more there. I think you're going to see guys like Trayvon Morag maybe gone. I, mean, I think you're going to see guys like Cleveland Furl now gone. I think you're going to see guys like... Derek Carr may be gone, and we'll get to that later. I know that's going to cause a, a rip roaring uh, fight, fight as you guys have dubbed it, "Car Wars," in a minute. But, but Mo, I think that you look at what's going on here. I think Mark Davis has been incredibly patient. You saw the early season struggles, and they get on the three game losing or winning streak, and he's been patient. and Said, "Look, no, I, I, I like where they're going with this." But after this last collapse, uh, especially defensively, you know we got off the, Pat, the the fire Patrick Graham wagon for a while there, as far as the fans go, and you saw what happened at the end of the game with the defensive scheme, and you just wonder how does somebody at the NFL level with a job as a defensive coordinator do something like that? So I, I think that while there's patience, you have to look and say this doesn't work how it is right now.
0: You're right. And one of the questions that I've been not avoiding, but I haven't really broached yet because I wanna I kind of want to see the entire season. Mm-hmm. But Patrick Graham, is he the answer as a defensive coordinator? I know as as a new coach of staff, you want to bring your guys in to fit a specific system. And obviously the Raiders had to take over from the previous staff of Gus Bradley. So Patrick Graham may not have quote unquote his guys all the way through yet, but you you just mentioned the gaffe at the end of the game. You know Sam Webb is an undrafted rookie, and you have him out there on an island. I mean, it looks like the safety's over the top of I me. Mean, Daron Harmon made a mistake there yeah. and not covering over the top, but you know you have a rookie out there who hasn't started for the entirety of the season. He's basically a backup. You, you, you have to drill it into your players that he needs help on the outside. You just can't give that up. So my question would be right now that the Rays need to answer it. Is, is Patrick Graham really the guy, right? Because to me, he's starting to look more like Paul Gunther, <laughs> <laughs> where maybe the scheme is too complicated for these players. And, and as I said, I said this during the off season, that was one of the, my concerns about Patrick Graham was that when he's with the giants, uh logan ryan said this and he said basically the giants had to pare down their scheme because not that it was too complicated or complex but you had to get back to the fundamentals and the basics because as they were adding things into the playbook into the scheme things were just out of sorts so they had to they had to pare it down and get back not vanilla so to speak but just kind of you know shorten down not shorten down the playbook but just kind of Make it so that it's easier to digest for players when they're out there on the field. They're not thinking too much, and they're just reacting to the action. They're just just playing. They're not thinking too much. And I think, like I said, I think that may be an issue very similar to what the Raiders had with uh, Paul Gunther.
1: Yeah, it sounds eerily familiar, my friend. All right, we're going to take our first break. Uh, When we come back, we're going to talk about the case, my case at least, against... Josh McDaniel's returning. I know, I know, he'll probably be back. I'm I'm, I'm I'm, saying 98%. But I'm going to tell you why I think he shouldn't be. Yes, that's where I'm at. We'll talk about that here on Silver and Black today, and Odyssey original podcast covering the Las Vegas Raiders. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere.